Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, yeah, Little genuine with pony. I'm just a bachelor. <laughs> what year is this? Um, ninety-four, five. Gotta be compatible. Maybe ninety-six. When I freak you out. Can you name one other genuine song? Nope. No. There's no. one other one that seems to be pretty big. Like this song clearly has twice as many streams as his second most streamed song mm-hmm. on the service I'm using. I believe it's their second most. I think it's like a crew. Oh, is it? Okay. The second most streamed song. From Genuine. Is this one? Is this one, which is called Differences. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yes, I know this one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Almost cut it out. Sounds like a boy band right now. Had a good sound, man. I'm confused because I'm looking up genuine and it looks like it's one dude. Mm. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was, it was like one dude too. I thought it was like a posse. No, it says this dude was part of a posse called Swing Mob in the early 90s oh. and then went on his own here. For genuine, gotcha. I don't know. Like, I mean, we're getting confused with Boys to Men and D'Angelo <laughs> and all these dudes. D'Angelo, oh. 98 my Degrees gosh. would be in the same era as this, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, but yeah. I, I wouldn't classify uh, them same level as D'Angelo. Please. <laughs> That's insulting. This, like, sexy, slow R&B is, like, kind of coming back. Yeah. You know, with the Silk Sonic and... <laughs> How do you dance to this, though? Unless you're dancing slow. This is more of a slow grind. Yeah. Yeah, you don't dance this, man. You have sex to this. That's yeah. <laughs> Pony. Pony's more of a showcase song. That's where you're on the floor and you hope that there's like a circle around you. you this know? is a pretty slow song, too, Oh, to yeah, dance but to. show me what you got. Right? <laughs> Is that hot if you can dance to this oh one? Oh my god. If a guy can dance, period, that really ups your your pickup game, you know? Okay, what's better? A guy who can dance like solid moves, okay? Yeah. 
Or a guy who can dance funny and make you laugh. That's also amazing. If you, if you had to pick what was more oh. important for somebody to have all the moves and, and, and take it seriously, or a guy who could just like... You know, pull out all the uh, jokey moves. Well, I'll tell you something. And string them together, you know? Yeah. The jokey guy's going to get me because I'm going to think he's got a great sense of humor. The guy who's taking it super seriously, it might bother me a bit at a certain point because I'll feel like he whips out this for everyone and just bangs a bunch of ladies, you know? You don't think the funny guy does that too? (laughs) Yeah, funny guy might be doing it. I bet the guy who dances serious to this song probably knows how to fuck better than the guy who's jokey. Maybe. It's all moves, you know? Have you seen Channing Tatum like dance before? Have you guys seen him dance? I mean, I, I saw Magic Mike. You saw the movie? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, were you not like, holy shit? Like, I kind of looked away from the screen. I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> I mean, the movie itself was—it it was a pretty like it was a bit dark at times. That movie, and yeah, because everyone was doing dramatic, drugs, right? It yeah, was, like people were. But I think that's the stripper industry is like party. Oh, sure. You got to match the vibe of the crowd. Yeah. Right? Everyone was just getting high. Sounds about right. <laughs> My pony. I had this friend who had another friend who was a male stripper. And, you know, sometimes they would go see his show just for fun, right? And he said that the ladies, like young women too, mm-hmm. would just be giving him free blowjob like essentially paying taking him in the back for the lap dance and just giving him blowjobs and giving him money too at the same time yeah we call that uh, a prostitute <laughs> he's a male prostitute is what he was I yeah, guess. but he's getting paid he's getting let them yeah, well, he, yeah, yeah, so? yeah right i mean uh, i mean i'm sure there's guys out there who pay a woman so they can go down on them that yeah, must yes, happen you yes, know it's yes. their thing it's they, a little bit different though like because i know that things happen in those vip rooms as well where it's more about like the guy getting off but then when you turn the tables and it's a woman in the back room with a guy. It's still about him getting off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess in that case, maybe. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Like, uh, every night he was working, somebody wanted to suck on his dick. Every night. <laughs> Can you believe it? That's amazing. I know. <laughs> I know. I met him, too. I'm like, he is hot. Like, he was hot. Yeah. For sure. I can see how he went over well. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I guess he can't be in a relationship and do that job then. I don't think he was in a relationship, no. He was just no. reaping and the it's, benefits. It's funny that his buddies would show up at the club just to see him, you know, perform just for fun. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine being up there going, oh, God, the boys are here. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yeah, there there was, uh, I, I didn't know any of the strippers, but the strip club that was in the city that was closest to my university would have men and women on the stage on the same night. Oh, cool. So yeah. it was a mixed crowd. Then. Yeah, it kind of was. In a way, it was cool because, yeah, you could go there with a group of girls. Yeah. And, you know, everybody has something at some point. I mean, it was definitely weighted towards having women on stage but then there'd be guys too sometimes you'd think actually that that would be more prevalent 
You'd you know? think that would be the way to go because then you've got a more diverse crowd, yeah, more yeah, yeah. balanced. And maybe, it could be more of a nightclub feel and more of like a, yeah, yeah and less seedy feeling. Perhaps. Well, yeah, maybe it would, it would weed out the creepy dudes who are like sitting in the front row. I don't, I don't know. Per- per- the, the, is that what they call it? Yeah. I've yeah. heard about the guys who are just like, you know, in that front row losing their minds. Um, maybe it would balance those guys out a little bit more. I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. girls get crazy in I the mean, strip club, too. Uh, yeah, might, you guys might be like, calm down. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> maybe it would keep the women in check. Just like it keep some of the creepy guys out of there and keep some of the screamers out of there as well. And maybe it would help some of the regular guys get laid. How about this? How about you turn your bar, the Old Town Bodega, into a male and female (laughs) review kind of place? Oh my God! Why is that not more popular? That's a really good point. It was—it's kind of an interesting business model. It is. Uh, I have trouble telling my daughter Harvest. I don't call it a bar in front of her. I call it a cafe, which it was originally, Mm. because I don't want (laughs) her—I want her to think it's more of a cafe than a bar. You know why? I don't know. Why do you care? Bar just sounds more seedy than cafe does. Uh, you know? Do you think the people like who own uh, nightclubs do that with their kids? Probably not. No. Probably I don't not. think you have to worry about that. But if you owned like a strip club, then I could see you telling your kids you're it was going a to, cafe. The, or no, to the <laughs> club or something. It was a nightclub. Uh-huh. That kind of thing. Do you think, because, um, you know, if I think of some of the greatest dancers getting back to that conversation of just being a great dancer and how hot it is, how long would it take for someone like me who basically has almost zero skill at dancing to have, to work towards being as good a dancer as someone like Usher? You know, I think of him as being mm. one of the great pop singer slash dancers Justin Bieber I mean, would Usher, be up there, but he wouldn't. He, he, Usher is like Usher can do a backflip, yeah, man. Like, yeah. So yeah, uh, all of that. How do you think I could even train to do that? It might be too late for you. Um, like my body just it wouldn't just, be that flexible. You'd have to really start, yeah. you know, stretching and like acrobatics, and then and then there's a lot of that musicality that's either in you or it's not. You know what I mean? Like people who have rhythm. People who can feel music. And I have rhythm, but I just don't know. I don't have the moves. Like, I can play rhythm guitar on acoustic guitar. Okay, and so you can feel rhythm. music through your body. I can feel music, mm-hmm. yeah. But to move like Usher, oof, I don't think you'll ever move like Usher. You'll move like Tucker, but you'll move better. Um, like, I took a dance class. I used to just do it for, like, fitness reasons. I used to go to, like, a choreography class. And it was for people who, you know, had two left feet. It was for, ev- or people who like used to dance and would like the choreography. And people would get better, but they still had that movement that they always had. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah. In many ways, it's like you have it or you don't with dancing, don't you think? Yeah, 100%, I think. I Did you ever, were you one of those guys, Bondis, because you went to all the nightclubs in your 20s? Mm-hmm. Did you practice dancing at home? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta look good when you're out uh, there. And would on you the be floor. in front of a mirror when you're practicing, or would you? Uh, was, of course, I'd also you know if you look good or not doing it. You got to spend a lot of time practicing. You got to look like an idiot at home in the dark, 
before you take that that shit outside and let people see. <laughs> a lot of actors will record themselves to see their facial reactions, to see what they actually look like doing certain, you know, quote moves. Heath Ledger was huge on that. If we you watch that documentary, do that. Yeah, yeah, like he's he was walking around with a video camera all the time and he was video he was just get, he was constantly on camera because he wanted to master all of his his, his potential face. and his face. Yeah. And, well, if I move my eye up like this, I think, you know, because I can pretend I'm looking serious now, but to you, I might look like a joker, you know, yeah, in that yeah. face. He became very connected with how he moved his body mm-hmm. and what did what. And, you know, when you see yourself, sometimes you're like, is that me? I mean, I think Heath Ledger probably didn't suffer from that because mm-hmm. he knew what he looked like in every single instance. It's like when people come on our show, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I sound like that. Now we know how we sound, you know? This is the way we sound because we're used to it. I think Heath got used to how he looked. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Same thing with uh, with music. I used to play the guitar in front of a mirror all the time in our rehearsal spaces. There was mirrors all around us, so yeah. we knew what we looked like and how each motion that we did looked to the crowd, right? Yes. So if we wanted to gain a reaction, like I had to overemphasize certain guitar pulls or the way I threw my hand up or right. shit like that, like just to make it look more in- entertaining to the audience. Yeah, but uh, don't you think some of the most entertaining guitar players are the ones who look like they are complete losers on there, making all the facial moves? Facial moves are cool. It's I, I just don't I don't like watching a band stand there and not move and play a song. Like I want to see you do something. I want to see you yeah. lost in your song or engaging yeah. with the crowd. Like I want to see a performance. I don't want to just see like watch you stand there. The bass players are notorious for that, just standing there and boom, 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 boom. Well, they the don't bass move. players are the losers yeah. in the band, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless you're Kenny Lee and you're singing, yeah. yeah. And it's different. Yeah. <laughs> so you practice dancing and practice playing the guitar in front of a mirror so you could like, practice you know, just know thing. what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Gotta look good. Show us some of your moves right now. Let's see those guitar moves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Looking good. I want to see your guitar solo face. <laughs> it looks like standard Bundesday. Actually, I did. Uh, there's a video. I saw it a hundred years ago, but when we first started working together and we were uh, creeping your face, uh, your uh, Instagram, there's like a music video of your band on your Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to see a little bit of what Bundes looks like playing the guitar. Uh-oh. In front of a camera. You're going to get flooded with follows today, Bundes. At Chris Bundes if you want to see his work. Uh, hang on. The Daily Take Two is coming up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This story has blown my mind. A security guard at a hospital in Pakistan has been charged with impersonating a doctor after he operated on a 90-year-old woman. Oh, my God. 
Can you he imagine? Operated? He operated on her. That's not the way to pretend to be a doctor. No, you you refer them to a specialist. That's right. Every I've, time. I've brought this up before. You're going to pretend to be a doctor. You got to be like a GP. Yes. You got to be the person who can just like refer. send people to the experts. Yes. You don't try and operate. No. Oh, well, do we know what the operation was? Well, what the I, thing was? I know. I don't know what he ended up doing, but she went to the hospital to get treatment for boils on on her back and then this security guard who had been posing as a doctor for a couple of good solid weeks um recommended surgery and he performed oh. surgery on the woman in an operating theater with a qualified technician present i would love to sit down with the technician and say what the hell was going through your mind yeah and officials at the hospital say you know we can't keep up with what every doctor is doing and what everyone else is doing at all times it's a large hospital um this fake doctor was accepting payment went home uh, for follow-up appointments with this woman, and that's when the family brought her back to the hospital because she was deteriorating, and they said, you're a fake. And that's when the lid oh, kind of... called out that they knew. They kind of started getting suspicious. So yeah. he did a house call to check in on her, and then they brought her back. Her health was deteriorating, and they said, you're not a real doctor. This is not the first time this has happened where people have posed as a doctor to cash in. See, I could, I could totally imagine someone being uh, a doctor where you're not pulling out scalpels and stuff. Yeah, like my GP, most of the time, he's given me a referral for someone else. Yeah. You know? I could probably, I don't know, could I get away being a psychiatrist? As long as I wasn't <laughs> dealing with anyone who is really, like, had some major uh-huh. issues going on, uh-huh. I could probably sit down with somebody and talk and I feel give like, some suggestions. But, I, I yeah, feel like if you brought me into, like, a Michelin star restaurant, I could convince the, the, the line cooks in the back that I am a chef, head chef. You could be a head chef. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so now you're just talking about jobs just you think jobs you could pretend general. to be? I think I could pretend to be a chef if you just put me in a kitchen and they're like, oh, we just got this new chef. She's apparently very qualified. I think I could pull that off. Yeah, well, if there was an existing menu, yeah, you probably could. But if you had to develop the menu yourself and then teach... I could But you'd have to menu. teach all the line cooks how to do it. Yeah, back to basics, I'd tell them. Yeah. I'd say, back to basics, guys! Okay, pasta. First thing you do, boil water, everybody. You put the pasta in. See this jar of sauce? Well, when that pasta is done, you strain it, and then you dump the jar of sauce in. Basics! That's it. Blame it on them. Say, I have to go back to basics because of their incompetence! That's right. Oh, well, you show me what you would do differently. Oh, good idea. We'll do that. That would okay. What job do you think you could pretend to do, and no one would notice, and you could get away with it on a daily basis? Your calls and texts coming up. It's Tucker and Mora talking about what job you think you could pretend to do mm. regularly mm-hmm. and get just, away with it. Yeah, I mean, I could pretend to be a pilot at the airport. <laughs> You know, go in, maybe uh, chat with the gang. Yeah, have but, a coffee in the back, yeah, right? I yeah. couldn't do that regularly. I couldn't actually fly the plane right. or even get it started for that matter. So, you know, 
But you think you could have the 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 banter in the uh, the water the cooler room? Yeah, I could have the banter, but I I don't think that's a job that I could regularly do. We're wondering what specialized job you think you could pretend to do on a daily basis? I could be a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would be hard. You have to like fly with anti anxiety medication because you're a terrible flyer. No, I drink, so I don't have to take the anti anxiety medication. And I could be I could. I could be a little buzzed. I, I don't get wasted. I get. I just need to take the edge oh, off. So, you just need so to I'll take just the grab edge a, off. I'll grab a mini bottle yeah. every like hour and twenty minutes or so, and yeah. just sip on that mm-hmm. when I get a chance. I could be a personal trainer. I think I could pretend to be a personal trainer in a gym, and I'd have them do all those stupid exercises where they're using the equipment in a completely different way. Like, yeah, I know that bench you normally lie on to do like bench press. We're pushing that today all around the room. Don't you see those personal trainers? See that big rope there? Whip it up and down, yeah, yeah. up and down, up and down. That's a hell of a workout. Man. I know it's a hell of a workout, and I would be happy to have someone else. Do it in front of me, and I'll tell them what to do. I could easily work somebody so hard that they were in pain after, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and left going, "Wow, you really gave me a good workout." I and I have you no you experience. Could. I totally could pretend to do that job. <laughs> I just walk around with my uh, big water glass with a straw coming out of it, the plastic straw. Yes, you know, yes. And I'll uh, clipboard. And then I'll just tell them what to do. No problem. Personal L- trainer. Larry says he thinks he could uh, be a golf pro. Yeah. Yeah. You could. <laughs> you totally could be a golf pro. Walk around on the course. Give people tips. Give people tips. And you know what? <laughs> if you've ever had golf lessons, you know it's usually it gets worse before it gets better. So people feel uncomfortable. It doesn't feel right. But that's usually what happens when you have a golf lesson. Right. For all I know, every golf lesson I took is from somebody who's not a legitimate <laughs> golf pro. And you just tell everybody, it's going to get worse See before that arm it gets there? better. That elbow's got to come in a little bit here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just losing control of the club face as it comes down just at that impact, impact point. What about you, Bundus? Could you pull off another job? I could probably walk into some, like university class and be a prop <laughs> yeah, you know, I just put my glasses on yeah. and like a sweater vest and I could probably like crap my way through some lesson on something you know that's so true you totally could yeah I think that's a good one to pretend I think a lot of people could pull that off if especially if it was like some bogus arts class that was like an elective for people uh, yes yeah, that, that, would, that would be the tricky part is just like depending on the class that you walked into, right? Like mm-hmm. if I walked into a science class. Ooh, tougher, mm-hmm. tougher. It might be a little tougher. Everyone's than, wearing lab coats. You're like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> like, all right, fire up your Bunsen burners, guys. <laughs> <laughs> guys, get them going. Joseph said he could be a Leafs player. We got a new guy on the team. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, he fits right in. <laughs> Having trouble getting into the other end of the ice. Seems to be a little slow out there. <laughs> Tucker and Mora, we're talking about what job you think you could pretend to do on a daily basis. <laughs> How about music producer? You're in the oh. production studio. You got an engineer who's going to work all the equipment, and you're just giving little tips to the band about okay. what they should do. I thought if I had to like run the equipment, oh yeah, that'd be tough. And like M and M's in there saying, "Turn me up in my headphones oh, already." Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh my god, this button here." <laughs> 
Can you hear it better now? What about now? What about now? I'm sorry. Uh, the board was just reconfigured. Yeah. I'm trying to figure What about this volume here? <laughs> but if I have an engineer yeah, with me, yeah. oh, yeah. You just get, I mean, all right, let's get a little bit of that in there. All right, I'm going to bring up the drums. Yeah. Drums higher. Uh, you might want to consider rewriting that uh, verse right there to sound something like this. Yeah, you just got to say a bunch of like feel kind of things. Like, I didn't feel that take. Give me a little more feel. You know, yeah. dig deeper. Dig in deeper. Dig deeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. You know, we don't, we don't have to sit on a lot of Zoom meetings in our job. But whenever we end up on one of those big all-staff meetings where there's salespeople and marketing people, you start hearing those key words that get thrown out all the time. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm listening to my wife on a call, mm-hmm. it's all the, they, they use these like, oh, we're going to, let's, uh, well, if we use a different lens on that, or yes. let's look at that with a different lens. If we hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> the, the last meeting we were all on last week, they kept saying a deeper dive or let's dive deeper dive into deeper, that. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll have to have a deeper dive in that. You know, like you just, you learn a couple of those key phrases that they use regularly in your job and you sound like you know what you're talking about. Well, it's that tip that my sister gave me when I had my very first job. She said, just always, if you're walking through the halls and you don't know what the hell you're supposed to be doing, just have a piece of paper in your hand Mm -hmm. because it immediately looks like you're doing something. It's a great tip. Just hold a a piece of paper. That is an amazing tip, especially for someone who's an intern or... Or a junior person working yes. in an office where people really know what they're doing. Yes. Have a little pace, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little pace. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And a piece of paper. And a piece mm. of paper. And then keep your head down and look at the piece of paper anytime you come into contact with someone who <laughs> might, like, ask you to do something. <laughs> so it looks like you're on track. You're on a mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, how's it going, Matthew? Fantastic. Just drive it into work. What job do you think you could pretend to do on a daily basis? Uh, I currently pretend to be a fleet coordinator for a transportation company. (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing the job already. (laughs) You're already pretending to do a job. Exactly. Just don't tell my boss. Right. No, 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 no. We won't tell your boss. So did you go in and you're like, how do I even do this? What do I do? That was literally my first day. Showed up to work and uh, sat down at the desk and just said, hey, so what 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 are we doing today? <laughs> How long before you take your first break on that first day of work? <laughs> oh, I gotta go to the washroom. Where's that again? And you just, uh, you know wander around the building for a little while. So what what does somebody do who pretends to do what you do? Uh, you make a lot of phone calls, send a lot of emails, make sure you use some big words so everyone thinks you know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and then from there you. Uh, yeah, make sure you sit on the conference calls uh, with the CEOs and the CFOs, and uh, ever so often you say, "Yeah, that's a great idea. We should definitely follow through with that." <laughs> hey, take it easy. All right, bye. It's Tucker and Mora. We're talking about uh, jobs you think you could pull off and pretend to do. Mm-hmm. Jessica sent us a text. She's suggesting the job that Bundes could do, mm-hmm. and everyone would just think he was a professional. Would be. A male exotic dancer. Oh, really? Oh! <laughs> Get my little magic mic on. Yeah. yeah. This guy's been doing it for years. What are you talking well, about? Right? He's not new at yeah. this. Oh, he's grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Ride that yeah. pony, baby. Yeah. And Jessica says Tucker could be the strip club DJ. Oh, oh yeah. At the place where Bundus works, yes! maybe. Yes. <laughs>
yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to get fired up? Oh, yeah. Please direct your attention to the main stage. He's half man and half metal. He is the one and only Bunder Wonder. Oh, yeah. Work it. Let me see those. Let me see those fives up in the air. I'll tell you something. Let him get close to you and he'll whisper a little interesting tidbit of information into your ear, probably about something you don't care about that happened 500 years ago. He is the Wonder Wonder! Now take off your shirt. Yeah. A lot of people uh, are saying that they could do our job. Oh my God, Tucker, we have so many texts of people saying radio DJ, which just makes me think that people, you know, people think we're... Doing nothing in here. That's pretty much true. <laughs> I mean, anyone could do our job. Yes, that is true. You be- don't need to go to school to do radio. A hundred percent. Yeah. Josh sent us a text. Mm. He says, I think I could be the CEO of Microsoft. I can easily throw swingers parties and go on vacation with ex-girlfriends. That's- <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, Doug Ford said patios can reopen. So why is your favorite restaurant still closed this weekend? Well, reopening service in the service industry is becoming a bit of a challenge. There is fierce competition right now to land staff due to the fact that they either found something different over the course of the pandemic and, you know, they've been closed for so long. They've moved on. They found something different, a different way to make a living, or they've moved out of the city. A lot of people changed where they lived over the course of the last year. People have reevaluated their careers and their lifestyles. Um, Some people are concerned about working in the service industry with COVID. You know, they haven't been working. So coming back is a bit of a fear. Lots of international students step up to work in the service industry. And those students aren't here. Mm -hmm. So there is a very large gap. And the competition is so fierce right now to land employees back, whether it's serving tables or line cooks and barbacks and dishwashers. Restaurants are pre-warning customers that because all of these challenges, first of all, they might not be able to open by the time that Doug Ford granted everyone uh, the opportunity to open, which is tonight at midnight. And also, if they do open, you might see sections of the place closed on the patio and you'd be wondering, well, why is this section closed? Because they don't have the staff to staff it. Another concern is you're looking at the menu. Maybe you're seeing some prices there that are going to be different from pre-COVID. Prices might be a little bit more expensive and your place that you want to go to that you love just might not be open quite yet. But we are, don't get me wrong, the industry is really happy to have the green light to open. Nice. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. There is another industry that is really having trouble getting people to come back to work. And this is happening in the U.S., probably going to be a situation in Canada too when they get the green light and that is exotic dancers there is an exotic dancer shortage in the U.S. they're now offering at this strip club in New Orleans a thousand dollar signing bonuses because they say there's a national exotic dancer shortage all right ladies and gentlemen let's hear it for the lovely ginger and her slow dance oh yeah you ready for who's next who's next here oh what is nope nobody uh 
Can we get Ginger back up on the stage? Everybody, let's make some noise for Ginger once again. She's going to put her clothes back on and start the process all over again. Exactly. All right, Ginger. We'll give you a sec to get dressed and then reload and then come back out here. Ginger, everybody. I'm not super dialed in on this, but I wonder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what do what? you wonder? What <laughs> a friend of mine yes. who writes for Six Buzz sent me a link to an article that he wrote because he did an interview with a stripper. Mm-hmm. And apparently a lot of girls are working underground at underground parties right now and they're making hella bank. Really? Yeah, working at underground parties. So there's like rotating, you know, strip clubs that are underground. Oh. All right. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to the underground strip club. I can't be very loud right now, but uh, let's make some noise for Ginger on the stage. Don't tell anyone about this place, okay? It's just for us. It's just for us. It's Tucker and Mora. How about this? A device that lets you blow out birthday candles without blowing your germs all over the cake. (laughs) To be honest, I am perfectly fine with the whole idea of getting rid of candles on a cake. To me, if we're going to get rid of the handshake, which I think we should... We should get rid of candles on a cake. It's just a stupid idea. I have a four-year-old who's turning five next week, yeah. and it's all she's talking about is blowing out the candles. Okay. And if it's your birthday, she wants to sit on your lap and help you blow your candles out. Uh, there was this dad. He was actually at a birthday party before the pandemic started, and he was watching this kid blow out candles. <laughs> and you know when the sun's coming through the window and you see like every little molecule that's in the air, every little bit of dust. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, that's what I breathe in and out when I'm inside. Mm-hmm. Well, he watched this kid blow out the candles and all he could see were all the spit particles in the air covering the cake. And he's like, there's got to be a better way than this. This is like disgusting. And it is. Like, would you have somebody come and deliver your food in front of you at a restaurant and then go (laughs) and blow all over it? Like, you would be disgusted, but for some reason, it's okay with a cake. It's because it's a pagan tradition because because on days of big change, it was said that evil spirits would come to you. Mm -hmm. And in order to fend off the evil spirits, you light a candle and people around you are merry and cheery to ward the evil spirits off. That's why you have birthday candles, man. If you don't do your, if you don't have the candle, you're going to be possessed by some demon or something like that. (laughs) What era are we talking about here? We're talking like before Christ. Okay. Before Christ, what was the average life expectancy? I don't know. Yeah, like 35? 20, 30? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People were dying all the time. People were doing lots of stupid things back then, and just because they did it back then doesn't mean we still need to do it today now that we've learned how you get sick. Anyway, this guy developed something. It's called the blowsy. Uh (laughs) I want one! I want one! All right, Bundes. Settle down. So you blow into this device that has a little propeller at the front of it. Mm. Where you're blowing, what you're doing is you're activating a sensor which is going to turn the fan on and then the fan will actually do the work of blowing out the candles. What air does come out of your mouth is redirected back at you. So you're just getting covered in your own breath and the breath isn't being expelled all over the cake. Yeah, but then you keep that thing in your junk drawer. 
and then it festers with disease, and then you pull it out for you the next birthday, and somebody's got to put their lips on it? And you're like, oh, wait a second. It was Bundes' birthday last. He was the last to use the blowsy. You think I'm going to pick that up? I think, I think the solution to that is everyone has their own blowsy. Guess everyone gets a blowsy. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one for you and one for you. Yeah. You want to buy one? You can buy it right now online. Blowsy.com. How I, much? I, How be much? careful with the spelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah that mean, could be a different website. Well, how much are these blowsies? Blow out the candles, not the germs. Uh-huh. $9.99 US, okay? Oh. That's if you buy it now. If you wait, you're going to pay $15. It's on sale only now. Uh-huh. You have a limited time to take advantage of that. Okay, thank you. Keep everybody safe at your next birthday party. Mm-hmm. I, I'm crying. I don't think I've ever cried on the radio <laughs> before, but that one made me laugh. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.